Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Hey, welcome back in the zone on a top six Tuesday. We usually do top ten Tuesday. I've got a top six list, and it's something about work, so it may not be that intriguing to those of you who are at work trying to not think about work, but I thought it was pretty good. It was a list of ways to kind of stay focused and get yourself organized. I think a lot of people struggle with this. I know I do. I thought it was a really good list, though. I found some good tips in there, so I'm going to share that with you coming up. Do appreciate Travis joining us from Eat My Catfish. Get by there and check it out. And I guess I never thought about all the different offerings. I don't know that I've ever had anything out there except for his hush puppies, which are spectacular, and his uh, his catfish. But the craw- I'm not a huge crawfish guy. I don't eat it very often. His crawfish is fabulous. I just tried some in the break. Shrimp was outstanding. So get over there and check it out for Fat Tuesday. You didn't get a crab leg? No, they disappeared. Um, they walked. I guess they walked off. They must <laughs> not have been fully cooked yet. Yeah. Well, we got one, and I'll, I'll tell you, it was really good. Good meaty, that's great. yeah. Oh, good. I, oh, that's all. I hope you guys don't choke apart. on it. Yeah, and I smashed it. Yeah. and got that good mm-hmm. big old chunk of meat, mm-hmm. white meat. And I didn't even dip any in butter. I didn't even have to. Because did you it was see what so Joel Embiid did to uh, the opposition last night when the guy stole the ball from him when he was trying to dribble out the clock? I didn't. Yeah, he flipped in the bird. So I'm not doing it right now, but just know mentally right now, you guys are both getting it. Hmm. Sorry. Crab's probably Wait, my were, favorite thing to eat. Aren't there like five different legs? Yeah. I got one, you got one. Where'd the other three go? Could have gotten the knuckle and dug it out of there, but yeah. that's, I wasn't really in the mood didn't for have work. Get your little pinky in there. and Oh, we didn't measure our hands. No. How big's your hand? Small. Joe Burrow's small? I saw where Smaller. the average man hand is 7.6 inches. Hmm. I believe mine may be shorter. Wow. 7.6. I don't know. I don't Pretty think I'm quite hands. that big. I got small hands, too. Where's the measuring tape? Uh, I pulled it up on my computer. Wow. I don't know what that means. A digital measuring tape? Uh-huh. Huh. Here you go. Let me see. It went away. I've never, I've never heard of such a thing. Just touch the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. It went totally away. Wow, what did you do? I didn't touch it. When you were oh. handing it over, it started doing that. All right, well, we'll figure that out. It's not my priority, but we'll look at it here. Uh, Joey Bag of Donuts says, Justin, you don't know crabs until you've had Chesapeake Bay blue crab from Maryland. I'm not talking crab legs. I'm talking about actual crab. Crack the shell, peel the lungs, crack the cage, and dig in. Mm. Nothing compares to it, not even lobster. This state's missing out because nobody knows how to eat them, so restaurants won't serve them. I'm from Maryland, and I know. You could, however, order them on dry ice, and they'll ship them to you. If you don't know how to eat them, you can watch a video on YouTube. It's the best thing that's ever happened to you. Well, dude, I love me some crab. Never had that either. I'd like to try that. I too. I'm a big, I love shrimp. I love the crab. And when I go to eat my catfish, I always get, like I said, I get the catfish and, and shrimp platter combo. And, and i tell you what, they're, they're seasoning. Is that, this real? Yeah. Thumb I, to pinky? Thumb to pinky. Spread it out as you far sure as you can. sure that's how they measure it? Yeah. From the tip of your thumb to the tip of your pinky. That doesn't seem right. Why? Because mine's 10. There's no way I got bigger hands than Joe Burrow. That would be surprising, too. That doesn't make any sense. You sure this ruler's legitimate? Well, I, I, I found it on the internet, so it's got to be true, right? Well, yeah. Maybe the... the I uh, thought thumb to, like, you know, like, middle finger, end of your middle finger. No, it's your thumb to your, your pinky. pinky. Well, I'm 10. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I don't know. That seems fishy Does to that me. ruler look right? Yeah, the ruler looks fine. I don't know. I just... I don't know. I just can't imagine that Joe Burrow doesn't have a... F- Bigger hand than you? What are you at? He's at 10? 10? Okay, yeah. I'm not uh, buying the ruler. That's fishy now. Hand, me, hand, the, hand it to him, man. Okay. 
Work on that. Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell and Sword Gentlemen's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram or stop by Bell and Sward at 1016 Oak Street in Conway. I'm thinking the ruler's wrong. Thank you, ruler. I, I measured 11 and a half. Yeah. So that would be like a what was your huge hand, though? hand. Oh, you're measuring your hand? My bad. It's a Hold bad on. day to be a billionaire yesterday, boy, so I'm glad I'm not one, aren't you? As stocks plummeted worldwide Monday on the coronavirus fears, the 10 richest people in the world lost a collective $30 billion, according to Forbes. And it made me wonder, how much would we have to spend to get the coronavirus cured? Like, how much would it cost for a vaccine for the coronavirus? Not $30 billion, I'm guessing. What do you think? $500 million? $500 million. Let's invest $500 million, get a vaccine, and avoid all this willy-nilly wackiness that's happening with the stock market because of it. Can't you just make an announcement that we're going to put $500 million together of our dollars and then that relaxes everybody and the market goes back up and you get your money right back? Probably so. That'd be pretty smart. You and I should be, not not radio hosts, like marketing, PR, saving people millions. Billions! If Jeff Bezos lets me work with his money, I could probably do that. I would have put 500000 to work yesterday and could have saved him a bunch because he lost $4.8 billion as an individual. He's really hurt. Now he's only got $123 billion. Shares of his e-commerce juggernaut sank 4%. His ex-wife saw $1.7 billion wiped from her fortune. She's 23 in the world, by the way. His Monday loss was matched only by Bernard Arnault, CEO of the French luxury conglomerate LVMH, who saw his net worth dip by about the same amount to $100.4 billion. Mark Zuckerberg lost uh, $3.4 billion. And Bill Gates lost a paltry $1.5 billion. Tesla's 7.5% skid, worsened by the company's reliance on newly opened China factory, op- uh, knocked uh, $2.4 billion off of Elon Musk's fortune. So it was a tough day for our friends at Tesla, too. Not as bad of a, of a day as it was for Harvey Weinstein, though, who was convicted on two out of five counts yesterday. And then he had a cardiac event. Oh, my little heart. You have one? He was on his way to the infirmary at Rikers Island, but was rerouted and taken to Bellevue Hospital in Manhattan Monday. This would have been a great escape because the judge has already ordered that he has to stay in jail while he's waiting on sentencing next month. How about that if he fakes a heart attack and then has like some crew come in and at gunpoint whisk him away? The great escape. Would be. Make it a movie. Yeah. How about that? The Weinstein getaway. I mean, if you're Harvey Weinstein, you're going to die in prison, right? Right. I mean, you might as well, you might well, as well try to bolt. What did I read? 25 years is the max right now? For the one count. And then the other count, I think, is just like four or five years. Okay. So let's say he doesn't get the max. He gets let's 15 say he gets, years. Let's say he gets 18 years. Okay. And then good behavior. What's he, he, could, he could serve, what, about nine years? Okay. Let's just say 10 years. He's 67, 77. You're right. I guess he doesn't have to die in prison. May make it out. Yeah. He's not looking in good shape, though. No, he's no, not. But uh, how much of that is an act? He's lost like Maybe. 50 pounds, I think. He looks actually pretty good. It's a good point. It could be an act so that you feel sorry and don't give him 25 years. You only give him 12, and he's got 25 to live and gets out of prison. And I assume the judge will make the sentence, or does the jury do that? I know I saw judge Chanley tweet out March 11th is when sentencing begins. A California resident, speaking of losing weight, he did it a little different way. He didn't uh, commit crimes and then go to jail. He walked around Disneyland. See, I thought the only thing that Disneyland lost weight on was your wallet. 
but it turns out it helps your body too. Uh, got a major health scare. He said he was about 400 pounds. He recently had gone into diabetic shock, and his kidneys were reportedly shutting down. So in order to get the exercises he needed, his girlfriend suggested they go to Disneyland and simply just walk around. And the good news is nobody can afford to actually eat at Disney, so he didn't bother going after the crappy food there. He said, the first two times that I came to Disney just to walk around, it was tough because I wasn't used to walking. Then after about two weeks, I fell in love with the place. It is a pretty nice place to walk around, I would think, if you're just walking. A lot of people, though. Yep, that's true. But you can still walk around most of the time. Eventually, he says he was walking seven miles a day through the park. Mm. Aside from the exercise, he changed his eating habits. It wasn't so much that we changed what we ate. It was the portions we ate. We cut down on everything. We never got our own thing. It was always, let's share. He says he can still eat foods he likes, like turkey legs, corn dogs, and even nachos. Down 150 pounds. Good for him. How, how well did we eat today? I mean, you think about it. I just had shrimp and crawfish. That's pretty healthy, right? I was right? carb-free. I had a little corn, a little potato. but Not bad. And the shrimp. Was it spicy? And the crab crab meat's not real... Uh, don't have a lot of calories, right? I wouldn't think so, no. Yeah. It's protein, baby. Yeah. So we ate really well. Uh, spicy? Mm, not not overly spicy, but it, it's got spice to it. It's got a good kick. Um, yeah, a good kick's a way to describe it. I'm not sweating, but my lips are still burning a little bit. I'm, I applaud. Did you eat crawfish? Yeah. I applaud you for doing that with a white shirt on. That's impressive. Following a 37-year union, <laughs> speaking of, of uh, flavoring, since the salt-free seasoning products hit the store shelves in 1983, Mrs. Dash is now now a single woman. It's just Dash. Oh, that's just studying his body. Did I... Oh, you got a little... Ah, one little tiny pinpoint drip way down towards your midsection. You'll be fine. So Dash, Mrs. Dash is now called Dash. I don't know if you guys ever uh, bought that, used it. Yeah. I think I, I have. I never did, but... So last night we ate chili. Yeah. And when I went back to work... I had a splatter of chili over my left arm and then the little dots all over my chest from making chili, cooking it, and then fixing everyone a bowl last night. Well, the one good thing about a white shirt is that you can just bleach it. Bleach so it. Be all right. Do you do your own laundry no, on your shirt? No, I take everything trick? to Tide. Yeah. Those are, our, those are our loyal listeners at Tide. Yeah, we have lots of loyal listeners at Max, too, where I go. We're just cleaning up. I don't. I don't look. They're getting. They're not getting anything out of me. I barely ever go to. The, I mean, I take suits to the dry cleaner. I do everything else. Netflix is introducing a new feature that rolled out on Monday. A new row will be added to your Netflix account, which will list the top ten titles on the streaming service on that date. Whether you love books, music, films, or TV, top ten lists are a great way to find out what's popular. Today we have a top six list on the zone. So today we're rolling out a top 10 feature on Netflix. They said in a statement, this new row, complete with your own special design, will enable you to see what's most popular on Netflix in your country. I said your own design, its own design, I should say. It'll be updated every day, and the position of the row will vary depending on how relevant the shows and films are to you. You know, I was looking for some something to watch last night after I'd finished Ozark. You finished? Yes. And? It's great. I can't wait for the next season. Then I flipped over and watched some uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, got caught up on that. And I just couldn't pull the trigger on The Irishman. I don't know that I'm ever going to oh, watch Justin. it. Justin. I don't think you I'm ever going to watch it. It's good. I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. I haven't watched you, this season of Curb yet. Did you start uh, Hunters? I haven't yet either. Okay. Did you, you didn't try it? You talked me out of it yesterday. Yeah. He I didn't talk me out of it. I'm still going to watch try it. Try it, but I don't think you're... It's just, I don't need a new show. I don't have time for it anyway. Once basketball's over... And I got a little downtime. Ozark will be back on. It'll be good to go. And that's in March, right? Yeah. yeah. 
We started um, uh, the creators of Veep. They started it. There's another, and it's like oh. three or four years old. Okay, well, there's a new show coming out on HBO, and it's a comedy, and it's uh, it's like a space show. Space but show? But it's a comedy. It's the guy, that, uh, Hugh, what's his fate? Lori okay. is the captain of the ship. Looks kind of good. Looks kind of funny. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be good. Uh, it's got one of the dudes from Silicon Valley on it, too. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I'm just throwing it out there. We'll do birthdays in a second. I've got a top ten list a little later. And a couple other items I want to get to. This is not a political commentary, so please save your calls, your Keith Lee Service Company live fan feedback, and your emails. I'm just reporting the news, and I do have a thought on something related to this story. So please work with me on this. Don't freak out, and if you want to hold tight to your traditions, that's fine. I don't care. I'm good with it. Whatever you want to do is cool with me. I'm not trying to talk you out of anything or take anything away from you or rewrite history, for that matter. Did you see what happened in Virginia yesterday? No. Virginia state lawmakers passed a bill Monday scrapping a 116-year-old state holiday honoring Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson. Now, you remember recently, Governor Hutchinson split Robert E. Lee Day and Martin Luther King Day, which I thought was a no-brainer, and I applaud him for that. Now, doing away with it is another hurdle to clear if people think that's important. Uh, Their governor, Ralph Northam, and I don't know where his uh, political—I don't even know if he's a Republican or a Democrat, but I have an idea. So what they did was they took away this as a holiday. They took away the Robert E. Lee Stonewall Jackson Day, and instead they have designated a new holiday, Election Day. So for a long time, they too, like in Arkansas, had Robert E. Lee Stonewall Jackson Day the same day as as Martin Luther King Day. So they split it back in 2000. Now they've done away with it, and they're replacing that holiday with Election Day. We have argued on this show many times over that Super Bowl Monday should be a national holiday. You look at the United States holiday schedule comparatively to those in Europe and elsewhere around the world, and we have the fewest days off of anybody. I just don't think Americans... And the production that we put out as a country as a whole is going to suffer significantly if we take a couple more days off as national holidays. So all that being said, I don't care what they do with Robert E. Lee Day, but I will say that we should have Election Day as a national holiday. It should be the day off for everybody, and you go take your time and go get in line and go vote your conscience. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that should be a national holiday? I can't believe When I saw it, I was like, "Why why doesn't everybody have that? That's stupid. Should be a holiday, mm-hmm. shouldn't it? I mean, you can early vote, and you can pop and so out. get the day off? No, no, I'm just saying, you, well, that's a good point. But, I mean, you can. I just, I don't know why it's not. To me, we should be encouraging everybody who's of legal voting age to exercise the right. And we should make it a lot easier. Now, you got plenty of time. I mean, yeah. I've never been like, I've had a lot going on on Election Day, and I've still been able to carve out some time to go vote, but. Polls are open before work, during lunch, and after work. So right. that's. And you got the early voting opportunity. Yeah. But I think national holiday, again, you want to reiterate. To me, that tells young people this is a really important, important thing. Yeah, the importance I of I like it. the message it sends more than anything. Okay. That's a soapbox, not a political thing. I don't think anybody in yeah, – I don't, I don't care really which side political. of the aisle you're on. No. Uh, you should be in favor of people voting. Yeah, Republicans, Democrats, Independents should all be in favor of yeah. voting. Christians, atheists. I think we're all coming together on this one, right? Yeah. Not a bad – Okay. Not a bad idea. Way to go, Virginia. At least on that part. If you guys want to argue over the Robert E. Lee thing, have at it. I don't want anything to do with that. 
All right, I got uh, your name is Westmore, and you're Christian Weaver. Let's do it. Lindsay's already online. What's today? Tuesday. Yes, we I have know Fat Tuesday. It is Fat Tuesday. What do you got? We have tickets to go see Jamie Johnson and Whiskey Myers. Perfect. Love it. Great. Awesome. Let's do it. I need another player at 433-1037. Lindsay's on. I'll put her with Wes. Christian, you got line two. It's now time for Birthday Trivia in the Zone. Brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill on University Boulevard in Moralton. Daily lunch specials include steak and chicken fajitas for only $8.99. And kids eat free on Wednesday. Great food and great people trust the zone. We would know. Take the moral of an exit to Elliot's Mexican Grill on your next road trip. I love Keithley's service coming live fan feedback sometimes. <clears throat> By the way, whoever's been doing Keithley's service coming live fan feedback lately, you've been really good. There's been a lot of good things on there and not so much nonsense as in the past. So kudos to you. All right, this woman is a talk show hostess. And comedian Ellen, who likes to get naked a lot. I don't for no apparent reason. I don't know what her deal is. Good. Chelsea Handler's forty-five. Oh, okay. Uh, this guy is a stand-up comedian, much better known probably to those in uh, who follow comedy. His real name is Scott Thompson, but that's not what he goes by on stage. That is correct, Christian. How old is Carrot Top today? Ooh. It's hard to tell by looking at his face. Yes. Yes. I'm going to say 52. Say it. 52. No. 53. He's 55. This he, guy, he got all jacked up, right? He did he? get oh, bowed yeah, up. He, he yeah. You know, I did. Steroids? HGH? Whatever. Working out, maybe, Wes. I mean, he's got all day free. I mean, Hello? He, he went from, like, skinny anorexic to, like, looking like a linebacker. Yeah. Okay. He, hey, look, he's got eight hours a day to work out. All he does is do a little one-hour stand-up comedy routine four days a week in Vegas. What do you want? So he's got like 23 hours. I read a thing. I want you guys to go. There's some great feature uh, interviews in GQ over the last couple months, and I brought them all in for you guys if you want to read some of them, including your beloved Pacino and De Niro talking about the Irishman and some of the other stuff they've done together. All that aside, I read an uh, interview with him one time. He is extremely popular among well-known celebrities in Vegas. Like, he is he's a cool guy. Like, we all make fun of Carrot Top, uh-huh. but, like, they think Carrot Top's a cool dude. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe there's more to Carrot Top than I thought. Turns out maybe there is. All he's right. big time out there. Just a thought. All right, this guy is a uh, former WWE wrestler. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who has family members, I believe, who are wrestlers now. The Rock. No. Ric Flair. Yes, Ric Flair. Very good, Christian. How old is Ric Flair today, Wes? I know you're a big fan. Oh, yeah, I am. Uh, he's, he's a woo guy, right? Woo! Yeah. I'm the best guy. 72. Nope. 73. Nope. 71. Uh, this guy is a... I thought he was older. I thought, was I, th- I thought I was undercutting. This guy has been in... Uh, he was one of the stars of The Goonies. Uh, played Rudy. And he's a son of Patty Duke. Sean Astin. Sean Astin. Uh, I almost said Rick Astin. I didn't realize that his mother was Patty Duke. All these years, I didn't know that. How old is he? How old is Rudy today? Hmm. Rudy is 54. Ooh. Rudy might be 54. I don't know. Yeah. No, Rudy's older. Yeah, he probably is. He's 60s or 70s. So he was early 20s when he played that. 
was going to say he's older. You said 54? Mm-hmm. 55. 49. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wait, how old is that show? Rudy? Yeah. It's early 90s, right? Yeah, probably. 90s? So. Okay, I was thinking 80s. That's when I was off. But that's still 30 years? And he's how old? 49. So he's 19-ish 20? when he played that? Yeah. Wow. Maybe so. Because Goonies, he was like, you know, probably 10, 11, mm-hmm. 12, 12, 13. Maybe he's older than that. Maybe 14. That was a good flick. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this guy, I didn't realize this. He played in the NFL for one team, and he won a Super Bowl. Which team? With the Chicago Bears. Refrigerator Perry. He was a cornerback. Then he went on to become an NFL head coach. With the Tennessee Titans and the St. Louis Rams. Had Jeff no idea. Fisher? Yes, Jeff Fisher. I had no I idea he was on that know. Bears team that went to the Super Bowl. I don't think he played. I can't picture him being a cornerback either. Well, he looks like a corner to me. What would you think he was? I don't know. <laughs> you don't I'm see a lot there. of white corners, so if that's yeah, your exactly. issue with it, then that is probably true. <laughs> Jason Seahorn and, and Fisher. Jeff Fisher, those are <laughs> only two. How old is he? Jeff Fisher, 58. No. 59. 62. All right, 5-3. Christian's in the lead. It comes down to this. This guy is a two-time national champion basketball player from the SEC. He just finished his NBA career after last season. Father was a professional athlete. Mother was a model, I believe. Dad was a famous tennis player. Played for Florida. Oh, Florida. Noah? Noah? Yeah. Yes. Joe Kim. Yes. Christian, you win. 6-3. He is 35-5 today. All right, uh, runaway victory today for Chris. Sorry, Lindsay. Wes just didn't didn't have the goods today. Uh, We're going to head to Oaklawn here in the very near future. I'm so excited about it. Oaklawn's 2020 live racing season is here. It is upon us. We have the Spring Fever Stakes this Saturday at Oaklawn. It's a $125,000 purse. And, of course, the Oakland Casino open as well. We will have the full slate of games as part of our Oakland Game Day show tomorrow, including, but not limited to, the Arkansas game. So that's something else you can get a piece of the action on. If you love thoroughbred racing and you can't make it to Oakland as often as you like, well, we all understand how you feel because we'd like to be there more often as well. Arkansas residents, you can bet on the races, though, from all over the world, not just at Oakland, on your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop. Get a $150 bonus when you sign up for Oaklawn Anywhere. Go to oaklawnanywhere.com. Find out the details on how to get your $150 bonus. But the bottom line is it's real easy to do. And it's free money. Who doesn't love that? Don't forget to uh, sign up as well for Oaklawn Rewards. Membership free. And you can rack up valuable points. The more you play, the bigger the rewards. Sign up today. and New members can play $100 on Oaklawn. So, so many ways to win. So many ways to have fun. Food, beverage, music, racing, gaming, People watching. Just a darn good time at Oaklawn. Be back in a sec. I got a top six list. Maybe some things to make you a little more efficient at work. Now, if you're sick of talking about work or thinking about work, this may not be for you, but I'm going to do it anyway. All right, I got a top 10 list. Yeah. Top 10 list. It'll be a short segment here. We went a little long there. So, have we figured out? Do we have a ruler? Oh, Gary's got one in his office. Will you grab a ruler out of there? I want to measure our hands for real. I just don't think there's any chance I got a bigger hand than Joe Burrow. Not a snowball's chance in Hades. Yeah, I've, Have you ever I've, tried to hold a college football? You probably don't have a problem with it. I can barely hold it. Like, I can catch it. Yeah. But throwing one, like getting my hand around it like a full-size college football is hard. 
Yeah, if my hand's really a measuring 11 and a half, that's like trailing Burke size. Yeah. My hands aren't that big. No. Maybe. I don't know. I don't mind it on a nine. There's no way I'm Joe Burrow. No, you were 10 on the ruler that we just measured with. You were a 10. Christian was a 10. I was an 11 and a okay, half. That ruler's not an actual size ruler. No, because it's on your computer screen and I can't trust it. It's a weird thing. Hmm. I thought you could find anything on the internet. You can. You can. I found lots of stuff that was a 10. <laughs> okay, I saw this list in our prep service today and I thought, you know what? I'm going to share this with the listeners because. I think a lot of people struggle with staying organized and finding ways to be effective at work. Okay. Or maybe it's just the people that work here. I struggle with it myself a lot. There's a lot of time. I think no, I've, I've, you don't. I've, I've got ADD, undiagnosed and untreated. I still find a way to get it done, but I've had to really work hard to come up with strategies to keep myself on task and not get all scatterbrained. Yeah. And then actually come back and complete tasks rather than getting them 50% done and just leaving them hanging. So it's taken a long time for me to get to that point. So here's the list. This is six ways leaders stay focused at work. So this is applicable to anybody who does a job, especially if you work in an office where it's easy to get distracted. If you're in a cubicle and you got a lot of ambient noise or you got people coming by and stopping in all the time, or you got people who walk down the halls and just poke their heads in and they have nothing to say, they're just making conversation, and you're in the middle of something, it's frustrating. But at the same time, you want to be social. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. If I I'd had the door shut all the time. They'd be like, that dude's so hard to access. He's always got his door shut. But I get my work done. Is that what you do at work? Oh, yeah. I'm like, don't bother me. I'm working right now. Wow. Yeah. Mr. Friendly. Oh, yeah. They know. Don't don't talk to me. He's. I've got way too much to do to besides talking to you. All right, here's the list. This is uh, ways to stay focused at work. Ask yourself, would I rather do this now or later? Now. Did you uh, did you ever eat now and later when you were a kid oh, at the old yeah. ballpark? Uh-huh. So good. I still have a couple stuck in my teeth from 1987. Mm-hmm. Do you ever pull out any of uh, your um, fillings? fillings with one? No. Yeah. I didn't have many fillings then, but after many, many <laughs> now, now and laters, I probably do. If you don't complete the project now, you may find yourself having to do it at a less convenient time. You may find yourself rushing to complete the project to get home in time for dinner with the family or having to get back out or back online rather in the evening. Is it worth the stress of losing out on personal time with your family or your sanity to help you focus, work on one task at a time, recognize the time of day you're most productive, and remember that the ideal time may be now? Leaders know how to manage their own time, so take it upon yourself to identify ways to help you focus. What? Number what are you saying? Number five on the list, exactly. Delegate tasks that don't interest you. You may have the option of sharing the workload with others. Consider asking a direct report to work on a particular project or asking a peer if they'll help you with an aspect of a project. You don't have to do everything yourself, so enlist their help. Yeah, that would probably be a weakness for you because you just would rather do everything yourself. Me? Yeah. I delegate. Can you delegate? Well, okay. I got a guy in HB who is a uh, miracle worker in he does a lot of things that probably guys in my position would do. We have a, like, I kind of decide what's going to air, and he makes sure it airs. So, I mean, he does all the actual work. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how half this stuff even operates. So, thank God for guys like him and Gary. I'm not too bad about it. Yeah, I used to be terrible at that. I would just do it myself. It's just easier for me to do it than to explain how I want it done or what you need to do. But as I've gotten older and more experienced, 
yeah, it's a lot easier to delegate and just let somebody else do it. Here's the one that jumped off the page of me because I think everybody knows this. Nobody wants to admit it to themselves. And when I get into conversations with employees, this is one of the things that jumps out. It's like, duh. Here's the line. Except that you will not be interested in everything you do. I cannot imagine doing another job other than being independently wealthy and retired than this. This is my favorite job I've ever had in my whole life. And I've liked most of my jobs over the years. Everything from working in a bar to a restaurant to working at Channel 7 to working at the other TV stations I worked at over the years. I like this job the best by far. But there are still things about this job that I cannot stand. And that's the that's the reality of it. You're not going to like everything about your job. You're going to have to do crappy parts. So if your job is like more than half stuff you hate, you should probably think about a new job. But there's going to be 20 or 30% even in a job you love, right? I don't think people want to admit this to themselves. So there's so many times I've had conversations with people like, why didn't you do that? Uh, I was like, I know you don't like doing it. That sucks. I don't like doing it either, but we have to do that here. That's part of our job. Says the reality is work is not always going to be interesting, fun, or challenging. You're not getting paid to enjoy your work. Except <laughs> the fact that it is your responsibility to complete some projects that may not be exciting to you, but nevertheless, you must devote effort to them. It's part of being a professional and being a leader. Actually, let me just stop there. It's part of being a professional. It's part of your job. Yeah. It's a job. Why didn't you do that? And eh, I didn't feel like it. Well, no, that's your job, so you have to see that's how it works i don't like doing that be a pro i don't here's the thing it's like if i know you have to do this this and this every day i don't ever want to talk to you about it ever and your boss doesn't want to either number three identify and set aside the time of day you're most productive when are you most productive what time of day probably about 10 30 after my last newscast because, that's when you're most productive yeah because the newsroom's empty it's just my and i can get a lot done then christian give me an hour hour and a half couple hour window where you're most productive give it to me when is probably it? The hour before the show and the hour after the show. My most productive is about 6 in the morning. If I can be left alone, come in the office, sit in my office, mm-hmm. 6 to 8 a.m., boom, I'm knocking everything out. I'm answering emails. I'm setting stuff up. I'm banging this out. I'm knocking that out. Beautiful. So I think everybody has their window, but you forget. It's like you try to treat every part of the day the same. you got to try to crack down on your most productive times. Number two, focus on one thing at a time. Stop worrying about other things. That goes without saying. Number one, I love this. I love this. I love this. I think more people need to do it. Make a list of your to-dos. Writing tasks down can help you visualize what you need to do and focus on completing one task at a time. And I also find it to be very rewarding Mm -hmm. and calming when I go, ooh, I had nine things in there. Now I only have six. Check, check, check. And then you also don't forget, oh, yeah, I got to do that other thing. That one thing that I hate doing, but it's on my list, and now I checked it off. That sense of accomplishment will help encourage you to keep checking things off. Sounds so simple. And yet, I don't think it is. We uh, are going to run out to Guatney here in a second. When we come back, uh, we'll do uh, Wes's Corner. Whatever you got, Wes. You got to measure. Oh, I got to measure my hand. I'll tell we you got how. got a real ruler. Do you, did you, you got actually yours? has the, yeah, the correct measurements. I have to give a special game ball, too, when we come back. This is really a cool story from yesterday. And we watched part of it play out yesterday. I did not watch the second half of it play out, but I watched the replay of it today. Cool, cool story I will share with you when we come back. You're scrunching your face up, but I bet you're aware of it. Uh, So, we are? Yes. Talking to James. What's up, boss? How we doing today, man? You got there. I'm liking it. I just was uh, out out appraising the car and a little bit and uh, heard that. Pretty good stuff. 
I got to be honest, James. I was a little I was feeling a poo poo this morning. I uh, been trying to grind, trying to trying to drop a couple pounds here and there, getting a little too heavy. So I wasn't in the best mood. But I'm telling you, as the days worn on, maybe it was the fact that we got to eat some crawfish. Certainly put me in a much better place mentally. I will tell everybody if you're not in a good place mentally, you should get to uh, Guatney in Jacksonville because you only got a few days left in the month. You do get leap day this year for an extra day to make a deal. But uh, I know you guys have an incredible collection of February deals going that may never be matched by any February for the rest of time. So I think people should really jump on this. In the history of the world, that's right. That's what I'm saying. The best deals in the history of the world, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you one thing that'll make you feel better. If you're having a bad day, you're just not feeling it. You know, you got need a little pick me up. There's something about new car smell. Mm. I wish I could just bottle this stuff up and sell it because man, it makes you feel so good when you get in a new car. It smells so good, and it's just that you can't duplicate the smell. When it's new, it's got the smell, but after a few thousand miles, it goes away. So, man, that new car smell. If you want to get it. We got some out there today you can take advantage of. And, and the good news is you don't have to pay a lot to get it either. We've got taxes that start at sixteen nine ninety seven. You can get a payment less than 200 bucks a month. We've got people trading in and dropping their payment or keeping their payments the same and upgrading their vehicle a couple of years. So there's a lot of opportunity out there for you right now. I like that. Uh, and the thing is, that it's just a collection of things. So we I mean, know how you guys do with uh, trade-ins. You take good care of people. And then the financing part of it. And then the just the, the bargains you got going right now. And, I, I mean, most people probably finance. I mean, what percentage of people come in and pay cash for their vehicles? It's a pretty low number, I would think. Uh, 10% probably, yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very low. It's just 10 to less. And I don't yeah. know what 0% for 72 months saves you over a period of time, but safe to say it's a substantial amount of cash. It's a huge amount of cash. Hey, let let the money stay in the bank and let it earn a little bit. At least it may not earn a ton, but it's going to earn more than zero. So, you know, you can keep that money in the bank and, and let it work for you and go ahead and finance it at zero percent. And uh, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, the thing about it right now, too, is, uh, guys, is trade-in-wise, you know, we need used cars badly. And there's not a dealership anywhere in the state that's in better position to give you a couple thousand more for your trade than we are right now. We need trade-ins. We're selling a lot of new cars. So, I mean, we're in a prime position to be able to put all we can in your trade-in and, and uh, make that deal happen. So you just got to give us a shot. That's the one thing. Just come shop with us, and we'll show you what it's all about. And we won't disappoint you. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, you know, Guatney cannot give you the best deal you're going to get on a new car or a pre-owned car if you don't go to Guatney or give them a shot at it, as James points out. So what's the harm the in giving them a crack at it? Yeah. That's right. And you're also to do list. Check off that one first. That's right. Yeah, stretching people's uh, tax returns out as well. It's a great time to buy. So if you're looking for a, a brand new vehicle or maybe a uh, very inexpensive pre-owned vehicle, you can put that tax return to work at Guatney. Absolutely. Yeah, we got a ton of used cars as well, and you know we got these things starting as low as three thousand bucks. So if you got a tax return, you don't want to make a payment. Come in and check us out. We'll put you in a car, and you can ride out of there with no payment. That's that's a good way to go as well. No nope, no payments. New car. Into it. I'm into it a lot. Go see him, folks. It's the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. James and his staff are standing by waiting on you. They want to take care of you this February, and uh, you'll be leaping into March with a new car. See what we did there? See how that works? Anyway. All right. James, thanks, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, I appreciate it. Lead on, Justin. All right, buddy. James Miller <laughs> and the fine folks out at Guatney. I like how he said he's like, uh, you know, it may not be a lot if you put it in the, leave in the bank, but it's going to be something. So it's more than zero. It's kind of like this show. Like, sure, you may hate it, but it's better than dead air. It's better than zero. It's better than zero. That's our new goal. I heard his voice in my head, the last line from one of his books. Walk until the darkness is a memory and you become the sun on the next traveler's horizon. Today may feel like darkness. He was, in so many ways, a sun, beaming, radiating, 
fixed in the sky. I ask each of you, every girl dad, every human here with a voice, a platform and a heart, to not let his sun set. Shine for us, for our sport where he once did. Invest in us with the same passion and drive and respect and love as he did his own daughter. In the end, she was a sun just starting to rise and God did she glow. May their light forever shine. Kobe and Gigi, I'll love you forever. Thank you. What a job yesterday by Oregon star Sabrina Unescu, who started out her day at the Staples Center, speaking at Kobe's, well, Kobe and Gigi's memorial. Then she zipped back up to play a basketball game against the top 10 Stanford team. And they won last night, and she also became the first player in NCAA history, male or female, any division, 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 1,000 assists. She needed nine rebounds, which she got to with about a minute 50 left in the third quarter. So now 24-67, 1,002, and 1,041 assists in her career. That's awesome. She also got a triple-double, which is her eighth of the season, tying her own record that she set last year. This girl's going to go down as maybe the greatest, I mean, most accomplished Mm. women's basketball player ever. Projected to be the number one overall pick in the WNBA draft. Very talented player. Pretty impressive. Very impressive. So after the game... After her performance, she spoke again to, uh, I guess it was ESPN. I mean, that one was for him. Uh, to do it on 2-24-20 is huge. We had talked about it in the preseason. Um, I can't really put that into words. And he, he's looking down and really proud of me and uh, just just really happy for, for this moment with my team. What a day. Can you imagine that, though? You're speaking at Kobe's funeral, and then you jump on a play. I guess they flew her back up uh, for the game. And then you go out and have a – I mean, she balled out. That's impressive. What a day. Very special game ball for her. And, and and to think she wanted that and she even knew the date, the day, you know, and they had talked about this, you know, weeks before how special it would be to get it done on this day, 224. This pressure. She came through in the clutch with another triple double, got all those points, rebounds, assists over that total. I mean, she's it was huge. Shows you how special she is. People hating on Dusty Hannah's on Keithley Service Coming Live Fan Feedback. After I just got done praising fan feedbackers, you guys really make me really sad. That really is disappointing. You got a local kid who's uh, getting a crack at the NBA. It's a good story. Sorry. Sorry if you don't like it. I think it's a great story. Don't know how long he'll hang around. May just be a few days, but pretty cool. Speaking of the NBA, one last thing here. And then uh, we were going to touch on the NFL for a second, talking about Dak Prescott and what his future is. I can't believe that that deal worked out yet. Zion Williamson, Wes, I'm not a big Bill Simmons guy, but he had Ryan Rosillo on the other day. They were talking about the NBA and the Pelicans, and obviously Zion's been fantastic since he came back from the injury. Well, he learned how to run again, so that's that's, that's it. uh, Bill Simmons said, I heard from a reliable source that he's over 300 pounds. He's listed at 284. I buy it, man. I I look at him a couple of times, I'm like, he's he's borderline – Chubby, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to call the man fat, but I mean, not to his face at least. <laughs> he's getting there, you know. I just wonder how. What is he eating? 
I mean, you're, he's running up and down an NBA court, and he's dominating. I mean, the guy's got he's incredible. He's got to be putting out an incredible amount of energy. The calories that he burns. Yeah. So how many calories are is he eating a day? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Here's what sucks. You got a guy who's already borderline fat. I mean, he's got Barkley esque build except for bigger, and you stick him in one of the best food cities in the world. I mean, if he had gone to Cleveland, I bet he'd be fine. But he's sitting in New Orleans. It's a hard deal, man. I've, I look. I more sympathetic. I could not be. Zion, I feel for you, babe. But maybe just some more shrimp boiled. Lay off the fried stuff. Yeah. I mean, could, could it get much worse as far as food in places? To, you're in the South. You're you you got that Cajun cuisine. All the you can eat healthy seafood. though. You yeah. can eat red fi- black and red fish. I mean, there's ways to do uh, it where it's healthy. You're, yeah, you're good. You got tons of good food, but it's hard to not do the bad stuff. It could be worse going to San Antonio. Well, all that Mexican food. Yeah. Oh. Charles Barkley said he used to ride the bike and eat a Big Mac every day, on at, in practice. <laughs> at the same time, him, but yes, <laughs> it's not a good look. Uh, Stephen Jones, talking about Dak Prescott. I can't. I, I don't mean. I don't know all the ins and outs of the business. So I don't know when it's appropriate to get a deal done mm. or whatever. But you would think that they would have worked this out. I don't know. I would. Maybe they're doing the best thing. Maybe he's happy with that they haven't worked it out either. I don't know. Anyway, he spoke about it yesterday. Obviously, we're optimistic, and our goal is to get it done before, uh, you know, before the uh, before you have to tag last day to tag. Did you think about going in another direction at the position? Absolutely not. I mean, Dak's our quarterback, and uh, you know, he's our quarterback for the future, and we have nothing but the greatest respect for him. He's a competitor. Uh, you know, he's won a lot of football games for us. Uh, obviously, he like us. We all want to take that next step, you know, and get into a championship game and you know, get to the big game and ultimately win a championship. So uh, there's no thoughts like that. Next step. Well, that's not the next step. The next step is like getting to the playoffs, right? Tag. I mean, that's that's the thing that's in the back pocket. If they can't work it out, they'll just put the tag on him, franchise tag, and pay him $26, $27, million for this year, maybe even next year. They can do that for two more years. So for the Cowboys' side, there's not that s- sense of urgency unless you want to give us a – you know, cap-friendly deal. I mean, here's the thing. For a quarterback, do you want to get paid the $35, $40 million and be one of the top-paid quarterbacks and then we don't have any money to pay, you know, a lot of offensive players, offensive linemen, wide receivers, running back, defense? Do you want to win? You know, that's that's the kind of guy I would like to find to be my quarterback who wants to be paid very well. And I, I would say $30 million is being paid very well. And there's still something left over for your offensive line, for your wide receiver, for your running back, for a defense that can help carry you in case you throw two or three interceptions. You can still win the game. So there's a fine balance there. And I see what Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones are trying to do. I, I got to think there's some kind of common ground where you don't have to break the bank, break the bank but you still get paid what you feel like you should be, and you're still living a great life for the rest of your life. I mean, didn't they have, didn't they say a while back that they wouldn't be able to get all of the big? I don't call them the big three. That's disrespectful to the real big three in Dallas. But to get him and Zeke and uh, no, there's Cooper always done. been a plan to get all those guys done. Um, and the problem would be you're going to lose some other guys like a Byron Jones at cornerback. There's going to get that. I, I thought know. they said it was going to be difficult it, to yeah. get all three guys no. nailed down. At some I remember point. they're being talked about. They're, they're so far under the cap right now, it's ridiculous. But they have so many guys they have to sign and they want to sign. There are, there are a lot of good players on this team that their contracts are up right now, and Dak's not the only one. So what do you want to do? Do you want, you want to break the bank and get paid and be the highest-paid guy, but you don't have any talent surrounding you?
or do you want to be the quarterback of America's team and make a lot of endorsements off the field and still be paid well from the Cowboys, but you still are surrounded by a lot of talent? Tomorrow, Joe Klein's in the studio. Richard Davenport will join us with a recruiting update. And Neil Day's coming in. Special event going on at Pine Bluff Country Club soon. I'm working on Coach Walker. Trojans have two big games Thursday, Saturday, win an outright conference title. Yeah, they can clinch it this week. Out of bounds is coming up next, or so I assume. Where are the guys? Are they live?